The Throner Awards are sponsored by our friends over at True Car. Every car comes with its share of stories, like that ding in your bumper when you nervously picked up your first date, that luxury package you got after a big promotion, or the mileage you save by running your bike all summer long. And while you can't put a price tag on your stories, now with True Car, you can at least find out what your car is worth when it's time to sell it or to trade it in. Just go to True Car and simply enter your license plate number and watch how your car's details pop up. Then answer a few questions, navigation and moonroof. Watch as they bump up your car's value. High mileage, you already knew it was going to cost you, but now you'll know how much it's going to ding your wallet so you can plan ahead. And once you're finished, you'll get a true cash offer sent in minutes, which you could take to a local certified dealer to cash out or to trade in. So when you're ready to experience a better way to sell or trade in your car, check out True Car today. True cash offer not available in all areas. Let's go. Let's start the awards show. No password needed for HBO. We're celebrating Game of Thrones. Start off in Winterfell. They're about to go through hell. Dragonflight gonna fight. Jamie makes Brienne a knight. Long night of greatest fear. Melisandre reappear. Flaming sword. Dummy horde. Someone pick the lighting lord. But before the battle with the zombified Viserion. People need to know that John is really a Targaryen. Cryptic conversations that will soon be information just to plant some seeds. Brand sits beneath the tree. Dora dies for Khaleesi. Bought up screen to Tripoline. Arya kills the Night King. Burn the bodies, light them up. Someone hide the coffee cup. Serpian, virgin. Jamie's cruiser once again. Arya hound, dragging down. Iron fleet cannot be found. Careless whisper, Varys whisper, what? Ew. Steal away, misundate. Chopped head, she's dead. Danny's not right. It's the end of the thrones as we know it. It's the end of the thrones as we know it. Yes, the end of the thrones as we know it. And I feel... Uh, that's actually complicated. <laughs> Our plus up equals Jake. Will he take her throne away? Guess he can't do his hand. Cersei wants an elephant. Battle for the Iron Throne. Danny's feeling all alone. Found the bell. She's not well. Burn it like the seventh hell. Finally, the clicking bowl. Mountain how it was foretold. Kyburn dies. Dragon flies. Jamie, Cersei, tears and eyes. Battle ends. Did we win? Resignation, Tyrion. One last play, save the day. Telling John to stab his bag. Friend is their solution, audience and dissolution. Whatever, dude. It's fine. It's the end of the thrones as we know it. It's the end of the thrones as we know it. It's the end of the thrones as we know it. Yeah, I feel fine. And now, welcome your hosts for the Throners, Josh. Wiggler and Rob Sesternino. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Oh my God. How are you doing out there in Westeros? Yes, yes, hello. Uh, a big shout out to the musical artist Aria M for uh, the opening theme song. <laughs> oh, it is so good to be back making music puns on a podcast. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, Josh Wiggler, how are you? I am excited. I am, I am thrilled to be here. Uh, uh, always love doing the Throners here. This is obviously extra special as it is the final time that we will be doing the Throners, unless the, the spinoffs are good. Like if the spinoffs are, are real, if they exist and they're good, we'll do this again. Uh, or but no guarantee of that. If George R. R. Martin finishes the books. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, the laugh track's going to get me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't 
think I'm going to be able to hand, handle it this whole way through. Ah, uh, jeez, oh, jeez. Oh, All right, well, let's just enjoy it while we've got it. Here we are. We've had a we've had a a, a little bit of a break. Uh, between ourselves and Game of Thrones, Rob, I know you were just getting back from vacation in the Summer Isles. Uh, how how was your time there? Oh, lovely trip. Uh, very very fun. But uh, happy to be back here talking about this award show where we are going to uh, recognize excellence of uh, what's best of Westeros here yes. tonight. Yes. Also, what's worst of Westeros? What's worst uh, of Westeros? We're gonna we're gonna be surveying that. <laughs> as well uh i see some familiar faces out in the crowd this evening uh king bran uh bran the broken out there in uh in the in the orchestra seats yeah great to see him yeah oh the westeros faithful are happy it would appear that bran has warged into the entire audience to prompt (laughs) the applause uh, <laughs> <'cause it's> a- <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm not going to survive the laugh track. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, but he is here. Long he did not rain. seem. Yeah, he didn't. He did not seem amused with the uh, the opening number. Uh, DJ Sammy Slayer, uh, the 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 former music artist who is now serving as Grand Maester of Westeros, is up. Uh, by Brand the Broken and the rest of the council. Uh, clearly, he is not allowed to to run the music section here of uh, of the Throners anymore. Oh. I know it's disappointing. We do have the the great uh, the great musical artist who has uh, who has taken uh, the wheel and not broken it uh, on on the music duties for the Throners this year. Uh, our great friend DJ the Bells Klein uh, <laughs> is is running. Yeah. Uh, Running, running our operations here, and he—he's—he's he's done a phenomenal job. I've—I've I've gotten. I, I was here earlier today during rehearsal, and I got a chance to to listen to what DJ the Bells has uh, has been cooking up uh, with a couple of friends along the way. Uh, spectacular stuff. This is going to be a great time here at the Thrillers. Okay. Very excited to be here with you tonight, Josh, for uh, the fifth and potentially final Throners Award show. The uh, Westerosi faithful have been voting. Uh, even even people's dogs uh, got a vote. There wasn't just a Westerosi council that named the winners of these awards. And we are going to reveal those results. And special thanks to Kurt Clark, the uh, tabulator, for getting the poll up. And then also delivering us the results, which have been verified, and all of the Cherry Hill, New Jersey bot accounts have been filtered out, and we are ready to go. They've been raised to the ground. Uh, Daenerys on Drogon back took care of that. They have been uh, well and fully rendered into ash. Uh, the bots. So this is a, it's a very pure. Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Sorry. Too soon. I'm sorry. I didn't write it. Oh <laughs> gosh, it's my nightmare. absolute nightmare this is going almost as poorly as the final season of game of thrones (laughs) (laughs) okay oh no oh god it's gonna be a very laughy podcast um Josh, what ab- what about in your coverage of uh, Game it's of over. Thrones? It's, it's done. over. It's done. It's done. It's done. It's over. It's been over. It's been done. Now his this watch is-, is ended. 
my watch has ended. My watch is over. Uh, I, I closed things out with a, with a great interview with the Queen in the North, Sophie Turner as Sansa Stark, uh, who, uh, Dark who is, Phoenix. who is, she, she is here. The, the Dark Phoenix herself, she is here tonight, uh, you know, with the, with the rest of her Winterfell faithful. Uh, great to see the North, uh, deciding to, 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 uh, hobnob with the Westerati as, uh, <laughs> Stephen Fishback might, uh, describe the yes. situation. Okay. He really does love to talk about, uh, rubbing elbows with the Gwitarati. If you go back and you listen to all of the, the times that he's talked to you about going off to a survivor finale, he always talks about how you're going to hobnob with the Gwitarati. Yes. He uh, says it, he says it every single time. Sounds of a man who has not attended many, uh, survivor <laughs> finales. <laughs> <laughs> not a lot of glitter going oh on there. god no yeah. no 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 but i'm done i'm done um, unless you know some some news breaks along the way there's going to be some game of thrones action at comic-con i believe that is the word on the street anyway uh i will be at comic-con this year so i will i will be on the ground uh to cover that prequel uh, stuff otherwise... or they're going to show the real ending i think that oh yeah <laughs> Yeah, release release the Martin cut. Uh, we'll see if that exists in San Diego. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll report back if that's the case. All right, Josh, are you ready to start handing out some hardware? Yes, we've got a, a lot of business to to get to tonight. We've got we've got tons and tons of of awards. Uh, there were there were thirty two different categories uh, for people to to vote for here for this final Throners. As we said in our announcement of this award show, that the Throners this year would not only be acknowledging the uh, the, the highs and lows of the final season of Game of Thrones, but also uh, plenty of other corners of Game of Thrones history. So many of these categories encompass the greater Game of Thrones, uh, as in everything before season seven, when things really started to, to go off the rails. <laughs> yes. So. Okay. Uh, so we're very very excited. What what is the first award that we are going to get into tonight? All right. Well, we're going to go in the order in which we voted. Uh, so we will we will begin with the award for the best main character of season eight. So this is a category for the people who you you could say with a straight face. You can make the argument that these are the main characters of Game of Thrones. So Dalarised is not eligible. Uh, this is we're talking about our heavy hitters here. Okay, uh, I could I will I will give you the nominees uh, for best main character from season eight. The nominees are Jon Snow, Sansa Stark, Arya Stark, Bran the Broken. Daenerys Targaryen. Ooh, awkward. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so awkward. Jamie and Cersei Lannister, uh, individual categories. Uh, as well as their brother, Tyrion Lannister. Okay. Uh, Rob, any guesses for how this one is going to go? I would put my uh, gold dragon on Arya Stark. Yeah, historically, this is uh, this is a category that Jon Snow has uh, has had uh, has has had a real lock on. You don't think that Jon Snow really is going to have do a lot outside of kill Daenerys in season yeah. eight? Seems like that might be popular, but this crowd. <laughs> I guess so. I guess so. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, let us announce 
the winner, our first winner here at the Throners, the winner for best main character. And we will announce this victory as we will with all the victories with a musical number from DJ The Bell's Climb. Ooh. Classic Jon Snow music. <laughs> Arya, who else did you think would be so great? The first throner for the best main character in season 8 to Arya! Arya! Wow! I guess no real surprise that uh, Arya Stark is the winner here. Unbelievable. An, an upset. Yeah. An upset against Jon Snow. Classic much like fake she, out. Yeah, much like she steals faces, I guess she steals theme songs, too. Taking the Jai Ho straight out of Jon Snow's hands. Yes, and also taking Jon Snow's job of killing the Night King, also. <laughs> That's right. I guess it's only fair. <laughs> uh, yes, okay, so Arya Stark is indeed the winner of our first category here at the Throners, and she is the winner uh, by a landslide. Uh, the way that the votes broke down, she got 55.32% of the vote here with over Congratulations. 12 well with over, with well over 1200 ballots cast uh this is a it's a it's a it's a it's a clean sweep for for Arya with the the next closest competitor being her sister Sansa Stark uh with 18.39% of the vote uh and Jon Snow not even in third place who's third uh Tyrion Tyrion, Tyrion with 8.71% of the vote okay there you go yeah all right um well, I, I won't spoil for you who got uh, last place in the best main character of season eight category because we move on to the worst main character. Yeah, yeah I would be interested eight. to know if the person who came in last in best main character also came in first in worst main character. Yes. The answer okay. is yes. yes. Okay, the answer good. Is th- oh, good. Consistent answer is definitely yes. It's, it's not like that for every category. We're doing a lot of best worsts here, uh, but it is in this case that the person who ranked last for best main character of season eight is the winner of the worst main character for season eight. And all the previously mentioned nominees for the first category are the ones who are eligible here uh, for worst main character. So no need to repeat and have uh, have to do all of that. Uh, if you're ready to, to open the envelope, we can announce the winner of worst main character of season eight. Okay. Someone about you that you didn't love The victim of a show As three-eyed raven he could never fear He didn't do almost anything Didn't walk into a dragon When Tyrion pitched this man for the throne A selling point was he could not have kids they somehow picked out the useless guy. They decided on impotent friends. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna this high note, so we're just gonna go. Their plan, okay, was impotent friends. Oh, that was their plan. 
Ooh. And a, a, a very awkward <laughs> silence falls across the auditorium here in the dragon pit from where we are broadcasting this yeah. show. It's a very <laughs> cold and chilly mood here at the Throners right now. I'm surprised Bran got the uh, worst main uh, character uh, for Bran the Broken. I, I would have thought Daenerys had it. Yeah, she didn't. Uh, it's Bran... And he he wins with a, a, a sizable majority of the vote. Forty two point thirty one percent of the voters believe that Bran the Broken was the worst main character of season eight of Game of Thrones. And in second place, uh, it's not even Daenerys. It's Cersei Lannister. Uh, Cersei Lannister with twenty point sixteen percent of the vote. Hmm. Uh, I think I think probably a, a reaction to the fact that she just didn't have anything to do. Yeah. There's no Cersei. There's no Cersei at all, which is is I I think the further out uh, the further out that I get from Game of Thrones, the angrier I get about that. Uh, that they had Lena Headey, they used her so sparsely, they really blew it. Uh, Daenerys does rank third place uh, with thirteen point nine four percent of the vote for worst main character. Okay, all right. Let's talk supporting characters, Josh. Yeah, so let's talk supporting characters. Indeed, this is a different list of nominees. Rob, it's fairly lengthy list as are some of these other lists coming up maybe we could just tell the audience to hold the applause or we're going to be here for no a while. I, I get that i get that yeah. so you want to you want to rattle through the <laughs> list you want to just I'll, give us I'll, the top I'll, five i'll yara yara i'll yara yara, yara okay. whoever who everybody is available so th- this is who's available for best supporting character from season eight jora mormont theon Greyjoy, mm-hmm. the hound davos seaworth samuel tarley Melisandre, Bronn, Varys, Gendry, Brienne of Tarth, Grey Worm, Missandei, Tormund Giantsbane, Euron Greyjoy, Beric Dondarrion, Yara Greyjoy, Dolores Ed, Lyanna Mormont, and Podrick Payne. Rob, any guesses for who is going to win? Clapping for, for all the nominees. Yes. Uh, Brienne. Brienne. You yes. Think it, it, you think it's going to be close or you think she's got this? No, I think it'll be close. A lot of, a lot of names there. Okay. Well, let's bring up a special guest to the stage to, to sing the announcement of the winner of this category. It's our good friend Willis from America uh, is, uh, has transported. He's traveled all the way from America to Westeros to deliver the news of the winner of the best supporting character of season eight. I didn't category. know Willis from America was even a Game of Thrones guy. Honestly, I didn't either. I he was too um, busy watching uh, 28 movies a month. No, I'm thrilled. This is great news. Okay. Here, here is Willis from America. Hello, mountain, my old friend. Oh. I've come to fight with you again. Because although I seem to find some peace, with Septon Ray when I was chopping trees. Still the hatred towards you, brother, felt the same, burned like flames, because the hound loves violence. All right. Wow, congratulations to the Sandor hound. Clegane, the hound. I gotta say, I you know I love me some hound, Rob. I I was I was surprised to see the one that they call the dog take uh, best supporting character of season eight. Yeah, so I guess people like the Clegane Bowl. Yeah, 
They they like the Hound. They like Sandor Clegane, mm-hmm. uh, and and he is the he is the winner of this category with twenty eight point five percent of the vote. A bit more scattered this one, but there were really only there were there were three heavy hitters for the best supporting character category. Yeah, uh, in in third place. Uh, was uh, everybody's favorite milk-guzzling champion, uh, Tormund Giants Bane. Stole a uh, lot with, of scenes. Stole a lot of scenes. A really strong showing from Tormund in this category, I think, with 16.89% of the vote. And in second place, as you had predicted for first place, she is indeed a Knight of Westeros, a Knight of the Seven Kingdoms, Brienne of Tarth, with 22.39% of the vote. But she was not able to defeat the Sandor Stands, uh, who came out in full support of the Hound. Maybe some revenge for what happened when these two characters met near the Vale in season four. Okay. But what's right. worst of Westeros is yes. the question. And we look at the best supporting characters, the worst supporting characters. Worst supporting characters, all the same, uh, all the same aforementioned nominees. Uh, everyone who I just mentioned, they are all eligible for this award. Predictions, Rob Sesternino. Hmm. I think it is going to be your boy, Euron Greyjoy. <laughs> Euron. All right. Well, let's find out. Let's bring up another special guest to the stage. Uh, he is he is Adam B. Just the one B. There's no funky Westeros spelling to his name. Who is going to announce the winner of the worst? supporting character and indeed in song form will reveal the top three vote getters okay it was an obvious top three <laughs> in third was gray worm and his leather <laughs> and in second was clearly Yes. Everyone is thrilled to see the Throners get it right. The Throner voters got it right. Euron is the lame one, the top (laughs) earner of the Worst Supporting Character Award with 40.64% of the vote. And as Adam B. so beautifully sang, uh, in second place was Bronn. who had yeah, such, surprise. such a horrible final season that this long beloved character becomes the second place finisher for worst supporting character. Wasn't his fault. Eight. They didn't give him anything to do. Well, they gave him stuff to do. It's just stupid. It's very yeah. dumb stuff to do. Yeah, it's it one of the worst scenes of the series. <laughs> it's yeah. awful. Yeah. So 28.84% of the vote for Braun and uh, Grey Worm and his leather, 11.47% of the vote in third place and as adam says an obvious top three not even worth mentioning 
uh, the vote breakdown for anybody else. No one came even close to these three. Okay. All right. So we're done with the supporting characters, Josh. But what about the characters who didn't make the final season? All right. There, there are a lot. There are a lot of people who have died along the way on Game of Thrones. That is this show's or was this show's bread and butter uh, or breaded salt, mm-hmm. if you prefer. Uh, so many people who we love, so many people who we loathe, so many people along the way who got savagely butchered and killed, uh, maimed, some of them with happy endings, most of them very tragic ones. Uh, and this is where we are going to honor one of those people. One of those people will be the representative of the best character who did not make the final season. Very long list of nominees. Okay. I will, we ask I will, the audience to hold their applause to the end. Yes, yes. I will I will yara yara through them as quickly as I can. The nominees are Ned Stark, Catelyn Stark, Robert Baratheon, Viserys Targaryen, Joffrey Baratheon, Khal Drogo, Littlefinger, Stannis Baratheon, Lord Commander Mormont, Craster, Carl Tanner of Ginali, Marjorie Tyrell, Olena Tyrell, Tywin Lannister, Hodor, the High Sparrow, Mira Reed, Jojen Reed, Dario Naharis, Jaken Hagar, the Waif, Egrit, Ramsey Bolton, Roose Bolton, the Sand Snakes, Grandmaster Pycelle, Rickon Stark, Osha, Ali, Jano Slint, Lancel Lannister, Tommen Baratheon, Marcella Baratheon, Renly Baratheon, Kevin Lannister, Barristan Selmy, Illyn Payne, Roz, Gren, Pip, Benjen Stark, Alistair Thorne, Lysa Aaron, Cereal Pharrell, Loras Tyrell, Hot Pie, Zaro Zoan Doxos, Sir Dantos, Shireen Baratheon, Thoros of Mir, The Blackfish, Mance Raider, Walder Frey, The Red Viper, One One the Giant, Dickon Tarly, Randall Tarly, Maester Lewin, and Rob Stark rounding out the list. Okay. It's a lot. List. It's a lot. It's a lot. Basically, everybody in the house tonight, you're nominated for this award. Okay. Um, if you right. if you if you didn't make it to the final season, okay. Predictions, <sighs> Rob. It's a lot Best of people. Character. Uh, I, I wonder if uh, we end up with a throwback for uh, Ned Stark. Yeah. Yeah. Started you it all. People love Ned Stark. How could you not? He's uh, he was he was only in the one season. Uh, but he he had such impact. Is Fan he favorite. the winner here? Who else would you have in the conversation for an award like this? Um, hmm. Uh, I think that maybe there could be some sentimental uh, Carl Tanner favorites. <laughs> Carl Tanner, a favorite of the Winter Was Here rewatch podcast. How much crossover is there with Throners voters? Uh, let's find out. Let's let it rip. Let's find out who is the best character who did not make the final season. a look and a mouth full of scorn wish we had more of her instead of dawn Duh. we miss Olena Queen of Thorns Lady Olena the Queen of Thorns yeah, Blindside. Yeah, Queen of Throners, uh, Lady Olena. I was astonished to see Lady Olena not only as the winner of this category, which had a lot of different people in contention, uh, but she was the winner by 63 votes uh, to, to, to Littlefinger's second place. Oh. Uh, Patire Baelish in, in second place for this category. Lady Olena wins with 18.57% of the vote. Littlefinger clocked in at second place with 13.55% 
of the vote with the Red Viper in third place uh, at 11. Wow. Way off. Uh, you weren't way off. Uh, Ned Stark was close. He was fourth place. Uh, and Marjorie Tyrell was was fifth place. A lot okay. of love for the for the Tyrells. Now, this is where it's going to get interesting. The worst character who didn't make the final season. Yeah, and again, all those same people nominated for this award. Uh, could go a lot of different ways. A lot of different people to to pick. Uh, could could it be a Throner's favorite? Could Prince Ali ride again? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think that this is a Zaro's Anadaxis. <laughs> I think the problem with that is you would have to remember who that is. Yeah. Uh, to to get the masses to to get that far down on the list and and hate him so thoroughly that they will click his name. Uh, I can I can spoil for you that he is not even really in the conversation mm. here, uh, and I think that that would be the reason. Could be anybody. Could be uh, maybe the High Sparrow. Mm. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I'll spoil for you. The High Sparrow is in in consideration, though is is not the winner. The High Sparrow is going to land in third place here for the worst character who didn't make the final season. Uh, you said the Waif. The Waif. You're close. Waif is second place. Oh. Got the wave with 10.61% of the vote, but the winner with 20.59% of the vote. Big chunk. Okay. Let's, let's find out. Now the next award is really our reward. We didn't have to see them again. In season eight, we were really glad. How are they related to Oberon? The Sand Snakes were crappy. They were really that bad. The Sand Snakes were crappy. They made season five so sad. Yeah, Sand Snakes, uh, worst. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everyone can agree. Yeah, so yes. the crowd is really yes. into it. Yes, oh, they love yes. it. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah, we kind of get a three for one there. Yeah. yeah, the the package deal tends to be a, a hard thing to beat uh, at the Throners. If if you've got if you got like multiple people in consideration for one spot, uh, although in some cases that that may uh, that may get you into trouble. But here with worst uh, character to not make it into the final season, the Sand Snakes lumped together. It's just. Too hard to too hard to pass up. Uh, big chunk, as you said, which is also what they called me in high school. Uh, so, so no pe- peace out, no. peace out to the sand snakes. It's true. all right, Josh. Let's talk about our actors and actresses for season eight. A new category here in the Throners this year. And because we don't want to offend anybody, we didn't do worst actor, or worst actress. These are real people. Right. Mm. Like these are real human beings. And some of the actors who played these characters are here tonight. And it's a little awkward because it's hard to tell, like Kit Harrington apart from Jon Snow, because they look so similar. But they're both here. Uh, mm. And Amelia Clark is here. And Gwendolyn Christie is here. Jacob Anderson is here. Isaac Hempstead Wright is here. And he's a good kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's hanging out with Brand the Broken right yeah. now. I know Stephen Fishback was really pushing. We did uh, best looking and worst looking also. And I didn't think Un- that that uncool. was a good idea. Yeah, I don't think that's fair. I don't like that. I don't like yeah. that. Uh, so we're just going best actor, best actress. I-, I mean, I could tell you like ranks in last place for these categories. <laughs> I guess so. If, if you want. Uh, but that's just the last best. 
Yeah, that's just last best, right? It's not really doesn't mean worst. Doesn't mean worst necessarily. It just means you weren't really considered. They weren't uh, the most best. Yes. Okay. So the nominees for best actor in season eight: Kit Harrington, Isaac Hempstead Wright, Nikolai Costerwaldo, Peter Dinklage, Ian Glenn, Alfie Allen, Rory McCann, Liam Cunningham, John Bradley, Jerome Flynn, Conleth Hill, Joe Dempsey, Jacob Anderson. And Christopher Heaves you. Yes. Uh, may, may have been helpful to uh, may have been helpful to mention the the character names. Yeah. So well, we'll, we'll assume we all know uh, the. You'll figure it play. out. I mean, it's none of the it's none of the ones you don't know. You okay. Know, it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be somebody who you know. All right. Um, any guesses, Rob? Before we get into this, uh, I'll say Dinklage. I think he uh, usually cleans up these acting categories, even with uh, a subpar uh, final couple of seasons. Frankly, for for Tyrion Lannister, hey, he was think? third place in uh, best character season eight. It's true. It's true. All right, let her rip. Winner of the best actor season eight. Everyone here knows where this throne goes. He's just won three Emmys, now a throne, and he's getting a handful of the hair. Peter Dinklage won the throne here. The best actor as was voted by you. Peter Dinklage won the throne here. He had the lion's work of acting to do. Peter Dinklage, 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 Dinklage. Peter Dinklage won the throne here. The best actor as was voted by you. Peter Dinklage, we love you. All right. The Dink. Yeah. Obviously, uh, it should probably come as very little surprise that we couldn't book Peter Dinklage. He had other yes. things to do. Maybe tonight, more so. of a lifetime achievement than yeah. uh, best actor season eight. Yeah. So we'll, we'll mail him the throner. Uh, sometimes he's around my neighborhood here yeah. in Brooklyn. If I, <laughs> if I see him, I'll let him know. Uh, but a, a slam dunk for the dink. 40.83% of the vote here for best actor. A surprising person coming in second, Nikolai Costa-Waldo, uh with, with a lot of uh, a big chunk, big chunk of the vote. 24.84% of the pie, uh, third place. Uh, you know, Jai oh no for Kit Harrington, who's just really not making a dent here yet. Uh, 9.09% of the vote for Kit Harrington in third place. Last place, you want to know who the least best actor? Least best actor. I, I, I think it might be Bran. No, it's not. Uh, Bran got Theon? a couple votes. Bran got a, no, not Alfie Allen. He's who? fine. He's doing okay. Zero votes for uh, for Braun. Not a single oh. vote for Jerome Flynn. Yeah. Not a one. He didn't have Got a lot nothing. to do. Uh, one vote for Joe Dempsey. <laughs> Gendry. From Joe Dempsey. Uh, Joe Dempsey's he, mom. He voted, he voted, for, <laughs> voted for her son. Mm-hmm. Uh, my man Davos clocking in with 40 votes. I'm, I'm good with that. Okay. You know, 40 people thought that Liam Cunningham was so great that he deserved their vote. I, I can live with that. I think that's great. All right. Let's talk about our best actress, our most yeah. best actress from season eight. Okay. Our most best actress from season eight. The nominees are Sophie Turner, Macy Williams, Amelia Clark, Lena Hetty, Carice Van Houten, 
Gwendolyn Christie, and Natalie Emmanuel. All right. Natalie Emanuel, you are out of it. You're out of the running. Who, who uh, is Natalie Emanuel? She's Missande. Missande. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, right. casualty of the final season, not going to Not a name anymore. I had heard before. Three human beings voted for Natalie Emanuel as the best actress of season yes. eight. She got uh, done dirty by the plot. Yeah. Ten human beings voted for Carice Van Houten as Melisandre. Yeah. Uh, not a name I've heard before either. Uh, everybody else clocked in triple didge, triple didge. Everybody broke a hundred beyond that. Uh, one person broke to 103. Uh, and I'm, I'm surprised at who that is. Uh, I, I'm so sorry to, to crush your hopes and dreams, Lita Hetty. Uh, but you're, you're very much out of the running here. Oh, for, for best actress. She's normally the dinklage of the acting categories on the female side. Really did not get a lot of love here in this category at the Throners. Do you have a prediction of everybody who is left who might be who might be coming home with this award? I think that it might be a uh, night to remember for uh, Maisie Williams. Okay, well let's find out. Let's find out who the best actress of season eight was. Wow, contenders, there's a ton. Oh, Amelia Clark is good at acting. Oh, you guys love the Mad Queen. Her eyebrows show what's going on in her brain. Oh, you guys love the Mad Queen. But at least how she played the Mad Queen. Amelia Clark is the winner. Best Actress, Season 8 of Game I am of stunned. Thrones. I'm I know. Stunned. You know what, though? Listen, the the show, did it, did it do right by Daenerys Targaryen? A lot of opinions would have you believe absolutely not. Uh, you know, wherever you come out on that, uh, you know, is, is between you and your seventh god of choice. Uh, I think that it would be hard to argue, no matter what the story content was, that Amelia Clark didn't play the hell out of it. Uh, I think that she just did an incredible job uh, working with the material that probably even she wasn't feeling so great about. Mm -hmm. Uh, So uh, if that's not acting, I don't don't know what is. Uh, So Amelia Clark uh, winning this category pretty handily. Uh, 37.59% of the vote to Macy Williams in second place with 23.86% of the vote. Josh, did you watch the Game of Thrones HBO documentary? (laughs) I did. Yes. I have to say that I did. Yes. I tried. Uh, I know. I wouldn't have been able to get through it if not for the fact that I actually had to. Yeah, I tried. Uh, I tried. And I and listen, I'm I'm as into Game of Thrones as it gets. I got almost like halfway. Uh, that's impressive. I, within 15 minutes, like this is the, this is the documentary. Yeah. And look, I'm I'm thrilled to see so many people who worked so hard. I like the get, table read. Get their time in the spotlight, but man, I don't know. Just a lot. Yeah. A lot, uh, or not a, a lot, lot, not a lot about how they spray the snow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. A lot, a lot of the production back office. Yeah, the snow effects were in 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 deep focus. <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> oh, geez. Oh, God. All right. Let's continue because we got a lot of business to get through here, Rob. Yes. Uh, the documentary on the Throners is going to be epic, though. Epic. It's yeah. going to be real. I be have real a lot great. of questions already. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be great. I'll, I'll write a I'll write a 23 burning questions interview with myself oh, about, about the documentary into the making of the, the Throners. I'd love that. Uh, yeah, it'll be it'll be really good. All right. Best villain all time. Uh, there's been a, a, a lot of great villains on Game of Thrones over the years. This is where we are going to honor uh, the number one on the board. Here are your nominees. And the first nominee, I know it pains everybody to see that this person is nominated, but it is indeed Daenerys Targaryen, uh, Cersei Lannister, Tywin Lannister, Joffrey Baratheon, the Bastard of Winterfell, Ramsay Bolton, uh, the Bastard of the Dreadfort, I guess, ultimately, uh, the Night King, the Mountain, Littlefinger, Euron Greyjoy, Maester Kyburn, High Sparrow, Walder Frey, Roose Bolton, and Carl Tanner of Jin Alley. That applause is very specifically for Carl, Carl Tanner. Tanner. Uh, they love him here in the auditorium. Got to say, the Throner voters didn't didn't care for him that much. He got he got a uh, he got half a percentage. <laughs> of- hey. Of the vote, no one took the bait. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no, All right, low hanging. Did he fruit. beat Maester Kyburn? Did he beat Maester Kyburn? Let me do a quick check on that. Uh, yes, he okay. did. He did beat. That's Maester all that matters. Okay, yeah, Maester Maester Kyburn got uh, three votes. You're damn right. Okay. All <laughs> okay. right. Best villain of all time. Are Lots you ready to choose from? Who Who do you think? Who do you think's got a shot at this? How it's not. It's not a blowout. Top yeah, how three, about Joffrey? It's pretty close. How about Joffrey? Uh, Joffrey. Universally hated, and uh, we never got sick of him. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So Joffrey is your pick. Oh, uh, hold on. Uh, whoa, DJ Sammy Slayer coming down from his seat in the orchestra with yes. Brand the Broken. He's been given permission to to play one of his one of his classics here on the oh. Throners. All right, let's turn the mic over quickly to to DJ Sammy. The Bastard of Bolton. Best villain all time. I think the song just goes on for a little, uh, yeah. little while. I think the, the audience, just... audience doesn't know how to react. <laughs> yeah, they're like, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Ramsey Bolton with 27.39% villain of all of time. Vote. I didn't think people liked Ramsey. I, 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 you know what? I got to be honest. I think we got it wrong here. I yeah. think we got it wrong. Uh, it's a it's a pretty close top three, but he is he is the winner by a few percentage points. Twenty seven point thirty nine percent of the vote goes to Ramsey Bolton. Second place, Joffrey's mommy, Cersei Lannister. Okay, uh, this would have been her shot, maybe twenty four point fifty two percent. Yeah, that I can see. With Joffrey coming in third, twenty three point seventeen percent. I think if you're gonna go with like the petulant boy king, you gotta go with the OG. You gotta go with Joffrey. I think yeah. this, this should have been a Joffrey win pretty easily in in my book. Okay, all right. Uh, 
Night what? King did poorly, by the way. Yes. Well, uh, let's Night, Night King got 37 votes out of uh, uh, 1,256 votes cast in this category. I wonder, yeah. coming into season eight, if we would have had this vote uh, right before the season started, uh, if he would have done better. Uh, I expect so. I think that I think that the expectations were high and the execution we don't need to talk about. Yeah. Speaking okay. of which, speaking of executions we don't like to talk about, how about some of the worst storylines in Game of Thrones history? Because there have been a few. This is a show that we that we loved very much. Uh, but very in the final season, a couple things that didn't go so well uh, in some of the earlier seasons, some things that you and I have have ragged on greatly so without further ado the nominees for the worst storyline of all time i even hate to say the word karth in mm-hmm. season two uh stannis in season four the mutiny at craster's keep in season four the sand snakes in season five the high sparrow in seasons five and six Arya and bravos in seasons five and six the Starks and Littlefinger in season seven, the White Walkers in the final season, and Daenerys going mad in the final season. What do you think? Where's this going? Uh, um, Karth is celebrated as being so bad, but Dorne, I think uh, the Sand Snakes won. So I'm, I'm going to go with Dorne. Okay. Uh, let's, let's turn the mic back over to DJ The Bell's Klein. Okay. Yeah, the Sand Snakes are still crappy. They're the worst storyline. The Sand Snakes are still crappy. They're the worst of all time. Yeah. It's not even close. Yeah, it's really not. Mm -hmm. It's a blowout. Was Karth 2? No, third. Third place for Karth. Mm-hmm. 11.7% uh, of the vote for Karth. I guess those blue raspberry-mouthed warlocks worked up their magic Yeah, <laughs> to dodge a bullet here. Uh, the, the Sand Snakes are the winner with 38.25% of the vote. Uh, Danny going crazy was our second place finisher. 14.34%. Uh, that's recency bias. Yeah, I think I think that that's uh, that's playing a factor in uh, in, a, in a couple of things here. Uh, okay. Throners, uh, the least crappy storyline of all time, uh, according to to voters, at least in in this category, uh, the mutiny at Crasters. Oh, okay. And you want to know uh, the the vote percentage it got? Ninety nine point ninety nine percent. One point ninety nine. Uh, one point ninety nine. <laughs> so close. I got one point ninety nine percent of the vote. <laughs> <Moment>. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's great. That's great. All right, best battle all time uh, for our next category. Uh, this is uh, there's a lot of battles along the way. Some more memorable than others. These are the nominees. The Battle of the Blackwater in Blackwater. The Battle of Castle Black in Watchers on the Wall. The Battle at Hardhome in Hardhome. The Battle of Slaver's Bay in Battle of the Bastards. The Battle of the Bastards in Battle of the Bastards. The Battle of the Gold Road in Spoils of War. The Battle of Ice and Fire in Beyond the Wall. The Battle of Winterfell in The Long Night. And the Battle of King's Landing in The Bells. Hmm. Winner wins this one by a pretty significant margin. Any picks? Any guesses? <sighs> uh, I'll say hard home. 
Okay. DJ the Belk line. Let's hear it. Okay. Best battle all time. Battle of the Bastards. So many fights to go surprise. Do you remember Rick on running fast? Oh, whoops. Four shooters act instead of running down the center. Climbing, climbing to the sun. Count up the deaths and add one to one. Sansa got her sweet revenge. And Ramsey met a canine and a butcher. No, that's not his name. What's his name? Oh, yeah. Jon Snow. Shows that he could really, he could really lead someone. Lead someone, lead someone. The Battle of the Bastards. Good name. Got a really good name. There's a lot of hype. Great name. Strong branding behind Battle of the Bastards. 36.89% of the vote for Battle of the Bastards. Hard home in second place with 16.25% of the vote. Might be surprised Blackwater doesn't break the top three. Uh, the Gold Road. The Battle of the Gold Road is in Gold third Road. place. That's a good one, too. 14.98. And the Battle of, the ba- uh, the Battle of the Blackwater, uh, my apologies, is fourth place, mm-hmm. uh, 12.03%. Um, all right. Let's get back into Season 8. Best okay. death of season eight. Best who, who, who got it the worst? Eight. Who got it the worst? Uh, of all, all the all the main named people uh, and Harry Strickland who got killed in season eight are eligible for this award. The nominees are Rhaegal the Dragon, Harry Strickland, Missandei, Dolores Ed, Euron Greyjoy, Jorah Mormont, Beric Dondarrion, Varys, Lyanna Mormont, Melisandre, Daenerys Targaryen, the Mountain and the Hound, they're sharing the category. Jamie and Cersei Lannister, they're sharing the nomination. The Night King, Theon Greyjoy, and Maester Kyburn. Okay. Uh, how did this how did this go? Who who do you think got it the worst? Hold on. And who who got it the worst and, uh, and I'll say that I think that we'll have the cumulative uh Hound and the Mountain. I'll say that the Clegane Bowl together ends up taking this for best death. You would have thought so, right? You would have thought that the Clegane Bowl would have uh, would have landed in first place, but not so. Fourteen point one percent of the vote uh, for third place for the Clegane Bowl. Okay. Uh, the the winner of this category with twenty eight point sixty nine percent of the vote, uh, and uh, I, w- I want to make a joke about how to set up the song. If you like RHAP, you'll get it. Here we go. Okay. Here we go. Good. Liana sleeping through the long night At least they'll say Lady Mormont really put up a fight You stabbed a giant's eye And he crushed you too tight It was a great scene By Bella Ramsey <laughs> Very literal lyrics yes. From DJ the Bells Klein Describing the death of this winner Liana Mormont Best death, season 8 a little bit of the the B and B action. Yes, yes. Uh, music. The I and I action. In the I and I action. That's right. That's yes. right. So, Lady Liana, Maester Kyber in second place. Okay. All right. What about all time best death though? Uh, so there's a bunch of people. There's a bunch of nominations. Uh, there's a bunch of people who are nominated for this one. A lot of people who died. Along You're not going to list way. off every death in the history of Game of Thrones. I'm not going to do that. I'm not even going to list off all the nominees for this category because it's 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 either the Red Wedding or the Red Viper is going to win this one. Okay. Uh, and I and I would love to know from you just who you think who you think's got this. Red Wedding or Red Viper? I I have to say Red Wedding. 
All right. Well, let's find out. Let's roll, roll, the, roll the song. Let it go. Yeah, it's the Red Wedding. I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> DJ the Bells Klein. He, he sings a song about it, but you could probably just cut it here. It's it's the Red Wedding. Yeah. Is it a funny song? I mean, it's great, but we've got business to do. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I hate to waste this song. It's fantastic. A house betrayed by Bolton and by Frey. The stocks were slain. A mother's pain would echo to this day. And that's it. It's the Red Wedding. This category was created just so we could talk about the Red Wedding last one last time. Okay. This is pretty obvious this is going to be the Red Wedding. It's 43% of the vote. Red Viper comes close, 32.8% of the vote. Uh, the next closest is Hodor with 4.87% of the vote. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, 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 I was confused. Confused oh. reaction. <laughs> so the Red Wedding has occurred here <laughs> in the auditorium. They were, I showing think everyone... clips. they were showing clips from it. The audience was, uh, yeah. didn't they, know what they, they were They were triggered. They heard the music and they were triggered. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So Red Wedding, most horrible death of all time. You know, you just have to have... The, you have to have the award. You have to have the category. But there's really no other way this is going to play. I think okay. if you broke it up, and it's like if you if you chunk out Rob, Catelyn, Talisa, it's a group. Yeah, like put them individually. Like maybe the Red Viper takes it, but you put the Red Wedding together, and the Red Wedding's going to take it. Okay. All right. All right. Best on-screen duo of all time. All right. Best on-screen duo of all time. A little bit of a slimmer category this time around tried to to hone in on the best combinations uh for these characters a couple of repeats in here but not too many uh let's go through the nominees quickly jamie and cersei lannister they came into this world together they they left it together they there's a lot of things that you can you can say from there they did a lot of things together they did a lot of things john and daenerys also did a lot of things together Arya and the hound killed a lot of people together sam and gilly did so many things together bran and hodor traveled so far together Tyrion and Varys, so many schemes sansa and littlefinger a bunch of schemes as well brienne and jamie they did the thing at least once Tyrion and bron uh a, a very fun traveling duo brienne and podrick as well uh john and davos my boy davos seaworth uh, who is is not going to be the winner here, but happy to be here. Okay. They love their duos. Yeah, they're just, he's just thrilled to be here. Uh, not the not the last vote getter here, John and Davos, but uh, happy to be here. I'm not going to say who came in last place because I don't want to insult the king one more time. <laughs> uh, so uh, who do you think best on screen duo all time? <sighs> um, Ari and the Hound. Okay. Well, it just so happens that the winners of this category uh, are behind stage right now. Oh, uh, re- ready to to uh, claim their victory by music number one participant. Much more excited about this than the other. Uh, let's just let's let's do the kindness and get this over with quickly. Uh, for for one of these participants who's really not uh experiencing some serious stage fright right now. Okay. Shut your mouth and listen. I want the mountain to die. You want Cersei to go. So we can just ride together, maybe. Sandor, you're my frenemy. You were on my list back when I was pissed. 
Oh, shut up. I left you to die like two birds of a feather. We come back together. Cause I know there ain't no mountain fires enough. Ain't no finale low enough. Ain't no writer bad enough to keep me from riding with you. <laughs> oh, I can't believe you got me to sing. All right. Crowd loves it. Oh, man. You know? Standing I, ovation. I can't believe it. You know, I, the, the, he, didn't, he didn't want to get up there, but the hound was on fire. Oh, uh, I don't say that. Uh, sorry. That's right. I, I forgot he hates it. Uh, but Arya and the Hound, of course, won this one. 61.16% of the vote. Not even close. Next closest was Tyrion and Varys at 10.85% of the vote. Uh, so it was it was pretty pretty obviously going to be Arya and the Hound here. Okay. Congratulations to uh, Arya and uh, the Hound. A lot of hardware for uh, the two of them. Yeah, they're doing well. They're, they're coming home with a lot of Valyrian... Uh, Valyrian steel trophies or, or <laughs> faux, faux Valyrian, fool's Valyrian. Fool's Valyrian. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Should have been the name of this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Well, when we do our rewatch, uh, our, our re-rewatch, we'll, we'll, we've got another shot at it. That will truly be a fool's Valyrian quest. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. How about this very important award? Uh, the excellence in Hodor all time. Yeah, this is an excellent category, a, a, a historic category. This is uh, something we have had uh, along the way here on all of the Throners, even when Hodor wasn't present in a season, and that was the year that one won the giant, one won the excellence in Hodor of all time. Uh, let's see who takes it this time. And very important to to announce the nominees correctly. So if you'll just give me a moment to to gather myself because uh, i want to make sure that i got all the pronunciations correct it's mm-hmm. a little complicated obviously okay uh here are the nominations for excellence in hodor all time hodor 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 hold the door one one the barricade those are the nominees for excellence in hodor of all time okay all right are you ready to hear the winner? Yeah, I mean it's it's uh it's a close vote is what I will say. Okay. Is Jon Snow about to win the Hodor award? Hold the door. Hold the door. Hold the door. Congratulations uh, to uh, hold the door. A great moment from Game of Thrones history. And of Classic. course, that last that last bit in the song was was Hodor on stage uh, accepting uh, the, the trophy on behalf of the hold the door moment. Uh, we will uh, we will we will try to provide in the podcast notes the translation 
of that speech. We have to find somebody who speaks uh, fluent Hodor. Fluent Hodor. Okay. We're hard to find. Uh, hold the door with 33.07% of the vote. Uh, the screaming Hodor, which I... Uh, I'm not going to do it again. I'm in the office today, guys. I feel like I mm-hmm. probably sketched out my neighbors. Uh, the screaming Hodor is 27.08%. Uh, just the basic classic Hodor, uh, 8.63% of the vote. But everything got at least 70 votes in this category. It was the best distribution for sure. Uh, everybody had a Hodor to pick. There's been a lot of like shutouts in these categories. And uh, there, was, there was no like, uh, there, there was good representation for every possible Hodor entry. Okay. Josh, the best parent of all time is up yes. next. The best parent of all time. There's not a lot of great parents on Game no, of Thrones. There's, not many. Mostly, mostly bad parents, but great characters. So you wonder if that's going to play a role here. Uh, the nominees for this award are Ned Stark, Catelyn Stark, Tywin Lannister, Jamie Lannister, Cersei Lannister, Gilly, Samuel Tarley, Daenerys, Mother of Dragons, Roose Bolton, your boy Craster, uh, no, the him. Night King, not the him. Night King, Father of the Dead. No, it's it's not Craster. Craster's not. Craster is not the guy. Okay, who's got this? Who do you think is I our think best Gilly. parent? I think Gilly. Gilly is the best yeah. parent. Yeah. All right. Well, let's see if Gilly is going to win a Throner. Let it rip, DJ the Bells Klein. Some Jan Bon Jovi. Jan. It's all strange. Parenting is a game. You very man. Get off by your progeny. In early case of how the game is true. Let cold. Was this one guy with a strong So even though he's been dead for a while, Ned Stark scores a throner here in the final throners. Congratulations to Ned. Good job. Bronze Jan Jovi. Mm. Uh, Bronze Jan Jovi did a great job there. And Ned is the winner with 39.68% of the vote. Gilly is in second place with 19.76% yeah. of the vote. Yeah. Okay. I mean, Gilly didn't pass on any of her stupid genes to her kid, as no, far as we know. But no, okay. no. But I mean, the, the, some of the some of the children came out, turned out pretty well. Mm-hmm. You know, Ned Ned's son's a king. His daughter's a queen. Mm-hmm. His other daughter's like a pirate queen. Yeah, but they had to unlearn everything that he taught them. Yeah, it's true. The they really part. like. <laughs> yeah, but like he created them. So okay, all right. And Catelyn Stark, uh, third place. I feel like, you know, she could have gotten more credit if we were going to give that much credit to Ned. Okay. What about the best one season character of all time? 
All right. Fun category. So th- these are people who are only in one season. Ned Stark is eligible here, even though he was technically in a couple of seasons called Drogo in a couple of seasons. Uh, but in like a in like a dream vision, House of Undying kind of way. And we try to forget about that. Anyway, he is eligible here. Uh, Ned Stark appears in some flashbacks. We're really talking about the OG Sean Bean, Ned Stark. So he is eligible here. Here are the other nominees for this ward in addition to Ned Stark and called Drogo. Serio Pharrell. The Red Viper, Maggie the Frog, Brother Ray, Ed Sheeran, whose name we don't know and we're just saying Ed Sheeran, Harry Strickland, Carl Tanner of Gin Alley, and Robert Baratheon. Okay. Carl Tanner scoring in at uh, 1.99% of the vote. 1.99%. Yeah. Okay. Didn't do well. The the Throners voters didn't bite for the Carl Tanner and Craster no, that's stuff. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. You now I appreciate that they they stuck to their guns uh, and voted for for who they truly felt deserved uh, the the victories here. Winner of this category. Let's hear it. <sighs> Best one season character. Who I'll, do you think? I'll say the Red Viper. Okay. Let's find out the answer. That's a shame. Yes. Somebody help the Red Viper up to the stage. He is the winner. 42.98% of the vote. So in in this scenario, so he has been blinded, but his head is back together? Yeah. uh, Maester Kyburn did some stuff. He's like a zombie. Yeah. He's not looking great, but he's back. Mm -hmm. He's just having a hard time getting around. Doesn't look quite as great as he used to. Yeah. Yeah. it was a good, a good victory for the Red Viper. I mean, I love Ned Stark. I love Call Drogo. Those are the second and third place finishers. Um, but Red Viper, he was a great, he was one of those like great mid season, like mid series Game of Thrones examples of like, yeah, they could still surprise you. Like you think this guy is going to have so much importance and they just smash his head in with, you know, a dude's bare hands. Mm-hmm. That's, that's pretty memorable. Very memorable. Great character. Yeah. Say it to see him go. All right. Well, he's, you're going to see him again in The Mandalorian. The Star Wars show oh, okay. on Disney Plus. He wears a helmet. That's the exciting. Whole time I think so. Maybe he's you know. Maybe he maybe uh, he this, learned something. He did. They did some damage. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's talk about some more season eight, Josh. Yes. All right. Getting back to season eight, we're talking the best ending of season eight, and what we mean by that is the best ending. There was one. For a given character. There was. There was an ending mm-hmm. to this show. The show did indeed end. Uh, and the journey ended for many of these characters. Uh, all of the main characters and the the most important supporting characters in the final season of Game of Thrones are eligible for this award, as well as the next award, which will be the worst ending of season eight. Do you need me to list off the nominees or do you want to just take some guesses? Uh, the best ending for season... I'll say it was Arya. Okay. Or maybe Sansa. I'll say Sansa. Okay, let's hear it. Best ending of season eight of Game of Thrones with 35.54% of the vote to the second place finishers, 
now she's the queen. She has proven herself keen. Ah, good for you. You want it clearly. We now say yas, queen. <laughs> Sophie. And the throne now goes to Sansa. Winterfell will run the right way. Little finger talk lessons. Now she is a queen today. The queen in the north. The Queen of the North! The Queen of the North! The Queen of the North! Sansa yes. Stark. Uh, Sophie Turner, her Instagram stories are lit right now as she is celebrating the victory for Sansa Stark. Something about an Easter bunny hop, hop, hopping into the Throners. Uh, great hmm. victory for Sansa Stark. 35.54% of the vote. Arya Stark in second place, 21.43% of the vote. And then people were decently happy about the Hound, 7.17% oh. of the vote. Okay. All right. That was the best ending. But what about the worst ending? All of the same characters eligible. It's the mains. It's the supportings of the final season. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a closer race here in this one between first and second place. A spread of 27.27% for the winner and 216 for the second place vote getter, uh, what what would you for you? What was the worst ending? I think it's going to be Daenerys Targaryen. Yeah, and you think that's what the voters think, or yeah, that's what, how no, you I feel think, as well? I think the same as the voters. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's see if you guys are on the same same wavelength. Felt like just the other day Everything had gone your way You won the longest night But you could not foresee How Dan and Dave would write You'd quickly go crazy Oh Danny Well you came and you burned up King's Landing It was just the worst ending for Danny as you kissed, John was secretly shanking. <laughs> All the voters were thinking of Danny. Daenerys Targaryen. Worst ending. Yeah. And the audience agrees. What was the vote count? The vote count, Daenerys Targaryen with 27.27%. Oh, I'm surprised it was that low. Of the I would have thought it was over 50. No, she got 27.27% of the vote, Danny, and that was uh, 342 votes total. Uh, Earmuffs brand, you were second place. Ooh. Uh, 21.61% of the vote, 271 votes total. Mm. The Lannister twins uh, in third and fourth place, Jamie third, Cersei fourth. Uh, I think people were pretty upset with Jamie. And like yeah. his decision to go back to Cersei, and I think people were just disappointed that Cersei got done dirty. Yeah. By the writing. Okay. All right. Category number 20 yeah. of 
the night. We're closing in on like our best pictures, right? We're talking episodes now. Uh, we're, we're starting with the final season, the best episode of season eight. There's only six to choose from. Uh, the nominees are the series okay. premiere, Winterfell. Episode two, A Night of the Seven Kingdoms. Episode three, The Long Night, Not of the Seven Kingdoms. Episode four, The Last of the Starks. Episode five, The Bells. Episode six, the series finale, The Iron Throne. How's this going to shake out, Rob? Uh, I think it's going to be... Uh, a Night of the Seven Kingdoms. Is that your favorite, too, or you just think that's where the voters are going? I think that's where the voters are going. What do you I think what it did, was fine. What did you like? What did you like the most? Um... Hard to say, uh, but, uh, you know, I, I feel like, uh, I know it was like, uh, unpopular, but I, I enjoyed, uh, the, uh, you're struggling. You're struggling. That's the, what the final season did to us. What was the fourth episode? The last of the Starks. That was the worst. That was the, that was, that was the worst. <laughs> I, I liked I it. So. Yeah. It was uh, that, uh, you know, hard to say. Yeah, hard to say. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, let's see what the winner was. Let's, let's, okay. pull, let's pull the lever and, uh, and see what the voters thought. Okay. Worst episode, season eight. the seven kingdoms in a landslide which would have been an appropriate song here as well because the mm -hmm. landslide was in favor of united seven kingdoms with 56.31 percent of the vote 705 votes behind episode two of the final season and i agree with it i i think you know this is like the last very agreeably respectful episode of Game of Thrones. Mm -hmm. You know, I think I think that uh, it treats the characters well. It gives you a lot of those smaller moments that you've been hoping to see along the way. Some that you never even expected. Uh, and just fun to like spend some time with these characters in a dimly lit room, enjoying like a final happy <laughs> moment before uh, the the fit was going to hit the Shan, but it actually ended up being yes. mostly okay. Well, if you like dimly lit rooms, Josh, I'm then... su you're surprised that the long night. Well, it was mostly <laughs> outdoors, mostly outdoors. Yeah. Well, the long night's still a contender here uh, for the worst episode of season eight. Uh, it could it could very well be the winner here for this next category. Obviously, it's not going to be a night of the Seven Kingdoms. I will also take the series premiere. Out of the running, both of those episodes scored double dig uh, for uh, for votes here. 2.48% of the vote for A Night of the Seven Kingdoms. 5.4% of the vote for the series, uh, the final season premiere. And then it's a, it's a race between the four remaining episodes, the final four episodes of Game of Thrones. One of them will be deemed the worst episode of the season. Which one is it? I wonder if it's going to be The Long Night. Mm -hmm. People were really mad about the lighting. 
People were mad about the lighting and the long night. I think people, uh, I don't know if they loved or they hated the coffee cup in The Last of the Starks, but that was there. I think people hated, I hated the Euron shooting Rhaegal out of the sky thing. It was so stupid. That was the bronze scene, too. It was so dumb. Uh, so that was in Last of the Starks. The Bells is the big heel turn episode. Are people going to be really mad about that? And then the Iron Throne. Uh, if people are still scandalized by the way it all turned out, is the Iron Throne going to take the heat? So let's find out which one is the worst episode of season eight. You didn't like the resolution, well, you know, the finale left you shook. Well, I have a worry-free solution, well, you know, he can fix it in the books. <laughs> oh, who am I kidding? His track record really sucks. It's possible George R. R. Martin just gives no fucks. No new activity. Won't write. <laughs> Won't write. Won't write. All right. The Iron Throne, the series finale, worst episode of season eight, according to the voters, with 30.02% of the vote. Last of the Starks in second place with 23.82%. The least best of, of season eight. Uh, this is the category. This is the worst episode, Rob. Mm. There's no sugarcoating it. There's no sugarcoating it. It's the way that people feel. Uh, <laughs> yes. So, you know, you call it recency bias, whatever. I, I think, given where the final season went, I think things went wrong before the Iron Throne. I don't think that the Iron Throne, uh, for me, is the worst episode of the final season. But you do you, boo-boos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about all time, though. Yeah. All time. Best and worst episode. All time. Two categories. Back to back. Every single episode of Game of Thrones is nominated for both of these categories. I'm not going to get into it. Not going to okay. do it. What I, what I am going to do for you, Rob is I'm going to give you the top 10 episodes of Game of Thrones of all time as voted by the Throners audience, our voters. Yes, Uh, this is something I was supposed to be tracking along the way and winter was here and somewhere along the way it froze off. Uh, I have my rankings. Winter was coming. Yes, I have my rankings up at THR.com slash Game of Thrones somewhere deep in the archives there. Uh, This is the ranking according to the Game of Thrones fan base that listens to our podcast in 10th place the lion and the rose the episode where joffrey baratheon bites it in ninth Mm. place the door season six the death of hodor gets ninth place eighth place winter is coming series premiere seventh place the mountain and the viper the death of the red viper sixth place balor season one death of ned stark fifth place didn't get much respect in the battle category but blackwater is here fourth place hard home Another great battle episode. Third place, Battle of the Bastards. Yes, best battle. Then the top two, I will I will tell you in no no particular order. It's either the Reigns of Castamere or the Winds of Winter is going to be the winner of the best episode of all time. Hmm. This is the Red Wedding, 
or it's the light of the seven. Cersei blowing everybody up in King's Landing. One of these is the winner of the best episode of all time. I think we're blowing up the sept. Okay. Let's see. Let's 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 hit the trigger. See if something ignites. This one had a lot of moments that we've wanted. The death of Walter Frey was but minor news that day. The winds of winter takes it all. John's real mother, Tommen's fall. House Tyrell and Marjorie. Nipped in the bud by Cersei. The Winds of Winter is the greatest episode in the history of Game of Thrones. It held up when we rewatched it. It's so good. I agree. I think I and I, I think that it's like a it, it's it, it's it makes me a little sad that it is the best episode of Game of Thrones. I mean, this is the potential that was on the table. Like this, it, there's so much hype behind this episode. It gets you so excited for the final two seasons of the show. There's so much going on. Uh, so many characters that we lose. So many things that you hoped would happen. Daenerys sets sail for Westeros. You're so excited about that. Uh, and I do think in retrospect, it still holds up in that first sequence, the whole Light of the Seven sequence. It's it's just mesmerizing. Uh, Reigns of Castamere is incredible, and the Red Wedding is, you know, it speaks for itself. But I think when we went back and we revisited that episode, it's really the Red Wedding sequence that lights you up. Uh, there's there's a lot in that episode that's just kind of either forgettable or maybe even a little whatever. Uh, but the Winds of Winter, top to bottom, soup to nuts. Uh, it's really just tremendous. Great episode. Okay. Great episode of Game of But what about the other side of the coin? What about the worst episode of all time? The worst episode of all time uh i can i can give you the list of uh of the of the bottom 10 as voted by you the listener uh you the throners voters um here we go uh the the tenth worst episode of all time is the sons of the harpy in season five the mm-hmm. ninth the ninth worst episode of all time the house of black and white also from season five my theory on that by the way, and my theory on some of these is like you saw you saw like the name of characters you didn't like. You're like, oh, I'm clicking that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, didn't, didn't, didn't like, like the, did not like didn't that. like the heart. Didn't like the sons of the harpy. I really didn't like the house of the black and white. Uh, so I got to click that eighth yeah. worst episode, last of the Starks from the final season of Game of Thrones, uh, episode seven. Uh, sorry, the the seventh worst episode of Game of Thrones. I think this is one where our winter was here. Rewatch broke through. Rob the Nightlands. The Nightlands mm. is the seventh worst episode of Game of Thrones. Beyond the Wall from season seven, what was supposed to be the big awesome episode of season seven is the sixth worst episode of Game of Thrones, according to the voters. High Sparrow, the fifth worst episode of Game of Thrones, according to the voters. Uh, the fourth worst episode of Game of Thrones, it's the long night from the final season of Game of Thrones. The third worst episode of Game of Thrones, Rob. It's the bells from the final season of Game of Thrones. Are they the, all going to be from the, <laughs> the last season? Well, I'll tell you that okay. the, that the that the top two, one of those episodes uh, is indeed from the final season. It's the series finale. Okay, the, the Iron Throne is in the conversation for the worst episode of all time. Uh, but the winner 
is not the Iron Throne. Okay. The Iron Throne narrowly misses being named the worst episode of all time. It clocks in with 227 votes for worst yeah. episode of all time, and it evades the top spot by a handful, really. Uh, 253 votes for the winner, and let's let's hit it. Let's hear okay. who's the winner. I think I know where we're going. The voters have spoken, unbowed, unbent, unbroken. The episode that all the fans hate. It was really kind of rough, but I'm sure there was good stuff. So let me list off why it was great. Well, yeah, there's nothing. <laughs> there are no reasons why unbowed, unbent, unbroken is good. That's yeah. good. Good gag. Uh, you really had to seek it out, right? Like unbowed, unbent, unbroken. I don't yeah. think that you just automatically see that title. Well, I think that that is now a, a you know a really infamous as being the worst episode of Game of Thrones. I think so too. I, I think that you, you, you published a list of ranking all the episodes, and that was dead last. And The Ringer, I think, also had it as uh, dead last. So I, I think that it's now well known. It's a thing. That's the worst episode. It's like the Power Ranger Sand Snake fight. It sucks. The Sansa and Ramsay stuff is no good. Uh, it's just it's not a good episode of Game of Thrones. And Game of Thrones has so many great episodes uh, that you know they're gonna have some clunkers in there. And uh, Triple U being the the the, the crown for worst episode. It doesn't uh, named after the Sand Snakes. Yeah, yeah, you know. So like you you really had to seek it out. So uh, the the winner being Triple U. I feel good about that. I think that there's a lot of recency bias here with seeing the Long Night, the Bells, the Iron Throne in that top five. I wonder if history will will uh, be kinder on on some of those episodes. I don't think that they are this bad. Uh, I think you know are they are they excellent? Are they are they great? Do they have flaws? Of course, they've got flaws. Are they are they are they bottom five Game of Thrones? I think is a little intense. Okay, all right, all right. we're getting very close here, Rob. Uh, we're we're very near the end all here. Right. Let's talk about some season awards. Yes, and I we'll we'll do this in in a single stroke. We've got the best. And the worst season in back-to-back categories, and DJ the Bells Klein has prepared a single song to reveal the best season and the worst season. All seasons eligible. Uh, Can you give Rob- us the nominees? Yes, sure. Here, just in case you forgot the seasons of Game of Thrones, these are the nominees for the best and worst season of Game of Thrones in chronological order. You ready? Ready. Okay. The first nominee is. Season one. Mm. The second nominee is season two. Mm. Uh, the third nominee, season three. Yes. Uh, the, the fourth nominee for this award is uh, the fourth season of Game of Thrones, season four. Mm. Uh, fifth nominee, uh, the owner of Unbowed, Unbent, Unbroken, season five. Yes. Uh, the sixth nominee is... Season six of Game of Thrones. The seventh nominee is season seven of Game of Thrones. And the final nominee, the eighth and final nominee, happens to be the eighth and final season of Game of Thrones. Okay. The winner slash loser is... Let's hear it.
I'll give you the season ratings. Season four, it took the crown. Oh, I'll give you the season ratings. Season eight was a big letdown. <laughs> now they didn't stick the landing. Now they burned the landing to the ground. All right. There you go. Yes. Season four. The best season ever. What was the second best? What was the second best? Second best season was the third season okay. of Game of Thrones. Uh, yeah. So that's that's where we that's where we landed with that. Uh, okay. We land we landed with with the uh, with with the with the fourth season in the top spot. That's the that's the Red Viper shows up and Tyrion's on trial and Joffrey dies and this is peak Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. This is the best stuff. And the and really so much great stuff in the third season as well. Uh, so you know that's the Red Wedding. Uh, but I think that there's oh just slightly better content in in season four. The order as voted by uh, the voters: season four in the top spot, season three, then season six, then season one, then season seven. Actually, uh, is is scoring fairly highly. Uh, season two, season five, season eight. Uh, again, I think a little bit of the recency bias, uh, though maybe just like in the pound for pound category, since there's so few episodes in the final season and so much riding on it. Uh, yeah, I, I can understand people putting the final season in last place. Do you think okay. that's fair? Do you think it's fair? I think it's fair. I think it's very, very fair and uh, very earned. Mm-hmm. You would rate it last as well? I think so. I, I yeah. think that it was the uh, most disappointing. I think this is the most problems. This is the least great stuff. Yeah, uh, I think that's fair. Okay. Uh, th- those were those are the, that's the vast majority of what we did here. We had a couple of additional categories, some bonus categories that we did here uh, for the Throners, uh, including the biggest snub, which we what which was a write-in category. Uh, like, who did we not have nominated nearly enough? Uh, in the Throners, uh, who were the oversights? There were certainly some oversights. Uh, the tabulator that tabulates Kurt Clark uh, went in and rounded up all the write-ins for biggest snub of the Throners, and DJ the Bells Klein has the answer to that question uh, in song form. Could it be Rob John Snow since he didn't win anything? He won nothing tonight. I don't know. I don't know. Not a it's, single it, thing. Not a single award for for Throner favorite Jon Snow. Yeah. Well, let's see. Okay. Of the Throners. I'm so sorry. 
I, I, I forgot to nominate Ghost for anything. I didn't nominate Ghost for anything. I forgot to put him in as a nominee anywhere. That wasn't a write-in? No, nowhere except for here in the snubs. So apparently, according to Kurt, Ghost was in the lead by a lot. Uh, one comment apparently said, first snubbed by Jon Snow, now snubbed by the Throners. Uh, so I'm sorry, Ghost, you are a good boy. I apologize. He is a good boy. Uh, two others who were in contention here, uh, apparently Shireen Baratheon, we snubbed Shireen. Mm. People wanted to see her, uh, her death recognized, or at least see her nominated for best duo with Davos. And I, I, I feel you on the death thing. There's no chance that she was getting nominated yeah, stop for best duo with Davos. And I love Davos. Don't get me wrong, but that's just not that was not gonna happen. Also, Drogon the Dragon. Apparently I snubbed quite a bit. Uh so those are the snubs. Uh we had a couple of other bonus questions, like I said, uh that we that we tossed out there. Just to kind of get like as we're as we're closing up shop here, you know, end of an era here on post show recaps as we're closing down Game of Thrones coverage. Uh just kind of wanted to like check the pulse of the fandom uh and ask everybody to grade the final season of game of thrones uh from a scale of i believe the scale was you could you could have voted it was it was good it was very good it was excellent it was average it was bad it was very bad or you could kill it with fire yeah uh so so i'll I'll just tell you how it broke down uh in in order uh do you have any, any predictions you think people were mostly angry or people were mostly good with it uh i think they want to burn it with fire they didn't. Some oh. people did. Some people did. Uh, but but twenty five point seven six percent said it was good. Twenty two percent of people said it was average. Nineteen and a half percent said it was bad. Yeah. Uh, nearly thirteen percent said it was very bad. Nine and a half percent said it was very good. Oh. And then, and then almost eight and a half percent of people wanted to kill it with fire. Mm-hmm. And then only 1.75% people thought it was excellent. So that's mm-hmm. the breakdown. It's a fairly measured response. I think like good to average, because it's still Game of Thrones. Good to average seems like a fair spot for me. Okay. Um, using the same rating system, we asked people to grade Bran Stark as king. As king. It's the same system. Any predictions? Um, I think not good. It's probably the earmuffs Bran... Approval ratings, not great. Uh, right track, per- wrong track. Yeah, 26.8% of the people thought he was average. Mm-hmm. Uh, 20.7% said he's bad. Yeah. 19.12% want to kill him with fire. Uh, 14.64% said he's very bad. Very bad, King. Uh, and then it's the rest is good, very good, and excellent. So it's not great. Mm-hmm. It's a bad breakdown for Bran. I, I have said already on the podcasts before, I think this will work better in the context of George R. R. Martin's story. Sure. H- hard to imagine it works. It's, it really landed poorly here on the show. They really did a terrible job. Uh, who should have been king? Uh, this was something that we threw out there. Uh, it wasn't, it, you know, Bran is not eligible here. He actually gets the crown. Who should be the king of Westeros or the queen? Uh, who should be on the Iron Throne or whatever stands in for the Iron Throne by the end of the season? Uh, we uh, listed all of the main people from the final season. Uh, do you have a prediction for who won this one? I think it was Sansa. Okay, final song of the night. Let's let it rip. Okay, here we go.
You decide it's answer. It's kind of funny. John was snubbed even by you. You decide it's answer. Did not see that coming. Just shows how much Sansa grew. You decide it's answer. It's kind of funny. John was snubbed even by you. Yeah. yeah. your private Sansa secret Sansa your secret Sansa, Sansa. is your winner 40.06% the queen in the north should have been the queen of it all according to everybody Jon Snow in uh, second place the only other real contender uh, but not even really in it 23.64% of the vote so that's nothing for Jon Snow a complete whiffer for Jon Snow here at the Throners. Yeah, rough couple of weeks for Jon Snow, Kit Harrington all around. Uh, you know, it's a sad story. Four people thought Dolores Ed should be the king. <laughs> no, they didn't. Yeah, they did. Four people no, voted well, for they, Dolores they, Ed. Uh, people used to vote for Sanjaya every week to stay on American <laughs> Idol. <laughs> Sanjaya. Nobody king. thought uh, maybe Dolores Ed's mom voted. Yeah, yeah. She's from Cherry Hill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. that's what so. happened there. Uh, and then we had a couple of additional questions. We asked, how excited are you for the prequel series, given everything with Game of Thrones? Uh, the breakdown uh, is 38.49% of people are, are interested, interested. In, in the prequel series. 19.76% of people are kind of whatever. They're a little bit whatever. Uh, 16.65% of people are very excited. 16.33% are regular excited. 6.14% are a firm no thanks, and 2.63% of people would like to kill the prequels with fire. Uh, so maybe some brand damage done to Game of Thrones. Brand here. damage. Yeah. Hashtag brand damage. Yeah, some brand damage uh, for Game of Thrones. Uh, we asked what brand Game of Thrones... Brand the broken. <laughs> yes, indeed. Brand the broken. Very much potentially uh, with like a, a, a real top spot for just interested followed by whatever is not a good sign. Uh, we asked people what Game of Thrones sequel would they want. Uh, it's not even really worth going through the list because it was Arya going Arya west. Arya Sailor. Yeah, can I give west a hot take? Mm-hmm. That show would stink. You think so? It would not be a good show. I realize Arya, I realize Maisie Williams, but Arya on a boat sailing to nowhere? No thank yeah. you. Yeah. That's yeah. not a good show. No. Uh, probably not. She's not going to find not. anything for a long time. It'll, but I mean, the show is not going to happen for a long time, right? So they could do it in like 10 years from now. And it took Arya 10 years so, to find I guess so. But when like, Arya lands in Karth. Yeah. Well, what if she finds something new and she finds like a whole new world? Cue the song. We I don't have so. it. I guess so. We so, don't have it. We burned our yeah. Disney rights already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, there you go. The last question that, that we posed in our poll was what will you think of Game of Thrones in 10 years? And there were only three options, Rob. And the options were, I will hate it, I will forget about it, or I will love it. Mm-hmm. How do you think that this broke down? I think given, people will love it. G- given the Throners. I think they'll love by, it. By a lot or a little? By a lot. These are people that love Game of Thrones that voted on this. I, I think they'll still love it. They're yeah, mad people, at it, but they'll still love it. People were mad at it, but they they you know they can't stay mad forever. I will love it wins eighty point eighty six percent of the vote. A huge blowout. 
that people, when they think of Game of Thrones in 10 years, when you ask them in 10 years, they will say they loved this show. Uh, and only 14.65% of people thought they would forget it. Mm-hmm. And only, and not even quite 5% will hate it. So the final season, how much brand damage did it do? Is brand the broken? Um, is brand, I think it, it will depend on how the other shows are received. Uh, you know, if there are, if the books are ever put out, I, you know, I, I do think that there is room to recover from this. Yeah. I think so, too. It's Game of Thrones. Nothing like this is ever going to happen again. I think once we get a little distance from the disappointments of the final season uh, and, you know, you can go back and you can rewatch some stuff knowing where the show is going with new context, I think people are going to like it. I think that it's still like the people like, you know, like 10 years from now who who discover Game of Thrones for the first time. That's going to be a very fun journey for people. There's just I, I think even 10 years from now, there's just still not going to have been a show of this magnitude. I think Game of Thrones is a once-in-a-lifetime situation. And uh, love it or hate it, you got to at least respect it. And uh, I think you can love it, too, even if it was imperfect in the end. Okay. Josh, any uh, other final thoughts about the Game of Thrones uh, season or series as we put it to rest here tonight? Well, there are some thank yous uh, that I that I want to make sure we issue here before we close things down because so many people were responsible for making the Throners possible. First and foremost, DJ the Bells Klein, aka DJ LaBelle Klein, who is at DJ LaBelle Klein on Twitter, who is going to have all the music from tonight and all the lyrics uh, posted for your listening and reading pleasure. If you'd like to go back and rediscover any of this stuff. Check him out. He did such a fantastic job here. Huge props as well to Willis from America and Adam B. Without the the additional B, it's just the one B mm-hmm. uh, for their contributions as well. Uh, DJ The Bell's client also wanted to give a shout out to Bob, JD, Karen, and Amy for helping him out with everything on the music side. Uh, Kurt, Kurt the Tabulator, incredible human being. Uh, without, without the Tabulator, this wouldn't have been possible. Uh, just everyone else. There's so many people. That's the risk of doing the thank you section is I'm sure we're leaving people out. Yeah. Uh, Steve, Steve Zampanetti behind the scenes, Alex behind the scenes, Alex Rubino. We've got a crack staff of all stars here on Poster Recaps who have made the Game of Thrones podcasting possible over the last few years. Fishback did great stuff on the snow at alls. It's such a fun time. All right. Josh. Most of all, we thank you for all of your work coordinating the Throners once again. This was a blast. It was great. Uh, the, did, every, did all the right people win? Maybe. Maybe not. Hard to say in some of these cases. But we had a great time. DJ Sammy Slayer, uh, it seems like his, his sobriety is maintained, though I, I wonder if he's now drunk with power as the Grand Maester of Westeros. But no incidents. Uh, no reported crimes here, except for like the the brief uh, uh, regression into red wedding territory. Uh, but only a few red shirts died. No, no main <laughs> players, just plus ones. Yes, it's a pretty clean affair. All right, pretty a pretty dull affair uh, by Dothraki standards here at the Throners. Dull, dullerous affair. Okay. <laughs> Josh, you have been cranking out a lot of post-show recaps uh, podcasts these last couple of weeks. Listen, so Game of Thrones is over, and this has been a cornerstone of post-show recaps for a very long time. So uh, we are in uh, we are in a bit of a of a transformation period here on post-show recaps. What are we going to be if we don't have Game of Thrones anymore? 
that's what the future will tell us. But for now, what's uh, west of Westeros? What's west? What's west of Westeros for post show recaps is is hopefully going to be a better spinoff than the Arya version of the same question. Uh, right now, we've got big little lies recaps that are happening with Emily Fox and myself. We are recapping that entire season of Big Little Lies. She and I are also already talking about our follow up to Big Little Lies. Look for a new podcast that's going to be landing in August. We will wait until uh, later on in the summer to reveal the nature of that podcast. Uh, we just dropped a very late Avengers Endgame review podcast, The Return of Kevin Mahadeo to the Post Show Recaps family, which was very, very fun to do, even though we were very late. I was Game of Thrones in for the last couple of months and didn't have time to do an Avengers check-in. But that is now done, a nearly two-hour podcast on uh, Avengers. And coming very soon, we got some Stranger Things coverage coming up. Whoa. Uh, we, got, we got Stranger Things podcasting. Uh, we're doing an episode-by-episode episode podcast about Stranger Things with a preview podcast that will be dropping next week uh, ahead of the July 4th release of the third season of Stranger Things. I'm very excited about that one. Uh, we've already uh, we've already gotten started on that one, and it's going to be a masterpiece. What? And by a masterpiece, I mean it's at least it's going to be very good. Deep in the upside down, plumbing the depths uh, of all things, uh, all things Demogorgon and strange and weird stuff. Weirder stuff is uh, is happening. Okay. Uh, so lo- lots of lots of stuff happening on Pusher Recaps, and we're very excited. I mean, the final season of Mr. Robot is happening later this year. We're going to be covering that. Uh, Watchmen is premiering another Damon Lindelof show. You know I love my boy Damon Lindelof, so we will be covering that as well. Uh, and I loved doing the Winter Was Here rewatch with you so much, Rob. Uh, and I, I feel like it would be uh, a shame if we didn't embrace the post-show recap uh, element of post-show recaps. So keep your ears open for another rewatch podcast that is coming your way at some point later this summer. Uh, Rob, you're you're clean. You're fine. You're not. You don't have to to go. We're back not and going back anything. to the first episode of Game of Thrones. No, no. Winter is uh, coming. We are not. But I have to go back, and we'll just leave it there. Leave it at that. Okay. okay. All right. L- little tease here at the end. Uh, great work all around, uh, Josh Wiggler. Follow Josh on Twitter. He's at Round Howard. I'm at Rob Sestrino. Josh, anything else? Nothing. All right. Take care, everybody. Thank you for listening. Thank you for voting. And take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.